Vampire Games TV One Podcast. DBS. The current state of the game. Um, just some random thoughts. Uh, ideally, I would like to go to this uh, upcoming tournament by the Hill Twins. They even personally invited me uh, through one of their live streams. They insisted that I need to come through. I agree. <laughs> I would love to come through. I am, you know, trying to figure out how to how to get there. I'm trying to get there on time so that way I can enter the event. But I can't. So far, I'm having trouble guaranteeing I can get there on time for the event. So the best I could do is at least be there. So I'm gonna at least work on that. At least work on being there for the event, even if I don't get to play. At least I'll be there um, you know, to lend some support. Be there just to at least be there. Plus, there, there's probably people um, that will be there that would like to see me in real life, talk to me, ideally of card games, right? Um, but we'll see. I'm kind of jinxing it by even talking about it. I always hate doing that, you know, talking about something. Because um, it might jinx it, it might make it not to come true. That does tend to happen. So I tend to try not to talk about it. But I'll see what I can do with this situation. I really want to go. I would like to compete. I would like to play. It is an opportunity. Um, the issue is, is travel time and the date. Ironically, if this was on a Sunday, it would be easier if it was on a Sunday. But it's on a Saturday. And I work on Friday overnight. So when I get off of work, it's Saturday morning. But the time to travel... I take public transportation, so trying to get to transportation to get to another transportation to get me to another transportation to get up to New York from Philly and then play, right, compete and whatnot, and then come back. So a lot of travel time as well as, that's the thing, it's, it's the time, it's an issue. And, and, and the event's going to be around a 10 or, yeah, 10 in the morning. I get off at 7 in the morning, which means I got three hours, less than three hours to try to get there. And that's not, oh, that's not always in my favor. Shit, it takes, takes up to an hour for me to get, um, after I get off of work, to get on a bus and start heading out. So, because I don't, I personally don't drive. It would be faster if I drive and I can get there on time if I drive, but I don't drive, so public transportation will be the way for me to go as part of the issue I mean if I had a car yeah uh, I'd be able to go and it wouldn't be a problem it's the fact that I have to use other means of transportation but anyway car games so of course I'm, I'm working on some decks and stuff that in case I do end up going there to be able to compete I want to make sure I have some decks um, that I can play that I would like to play um so far, Hatchack, Blue Hatchack is the deck that I'm going with um, right now. My Blue Hatchack Mill deck. Been doing some testing. And it's doing good so far. I ordered a couple cards to um, hopefully they get here sooner than Saturday. Currently, right now, it's Tuesday, 4 in the morning. So, hopefully, it'll get here. The cards will get here because they're definitely important cards for the. Hatchack deck 
specifically the Majin Buu Pure Destroyer uh, Z, uh, Z Battle card. I ordered two because two definitely works really good in the deck. So I was thinking of just using one, but it turns out that two is definitely necessary. I mean, I could recycle the one, but having two is useful because I recycle the one, but if I ever need to, the second one, in case I'm in a situation where I can't recycle the first one, then I have the second one as a backup. Um, especially if I uh, end up warping, because I do have Overrealm in the deck, so if I end up warping the one drop, yeah, of course, I could always get it back with Power Burst. We get it. But still, being able to uh, play it out um, is necessary. So two is good. It's not like I need more than two. Two is a good number. Um, so, so there's that. That cost me like about six fifty each. Um, let's see, a couple uh, other units for other decks. You know, upgrading other decks, and of course, I'm be making deck profiles. I'll be posting them soon. Um, right now, uh, working on another Hatjack deck besides the Blue Mill one, which I already posted the profile for. Um, we got the red. Well, we got the red Hatjack deck, the, the Gogeta burn deck that's the Gogeta Vegito burn still trying to figure out a name for it but essentially it's Vegito unison that deals one damage if my opponent has no battle cards um, so there's a strategy there's some combos in the deck to clear your opponent's board in order to uh, facilitate the use of that effect to burn your opponent for one right for game um, then of course there's the 10 drop Gogeta um, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta that if you have red energy, you can burn your point for one damage. So that's in the deck. So there's two ways to burn my opponent in the deck. I'm trying to think, is there a third way? Technically, I had a third way, but then I took it out. Um, the, the the funny thing is, the burn is not really for winning the game. Like you know, deal one damage and game over, right? Um, ideally, that's what you want. But it's really for uh, for 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 winning in time, so right now because you know competitive play is is time based, that that's that's the number one top priority is making sure you have a strategy for winning in time, and then you know your usual stuff like winning through damage or winning through mill or winning through uh, battle damage, uh, but winning in time is important because <laughs> time does get in the way, and part of the problem with time getting in the way is that. They don't have, they don't have, see, they have time for a match, but they don't have time for turns. And say so they don't have turn timers or turn limits to prevent somebody from being able to burn time, right? Waste time in, in, in a game, which creates problems. And also can create slow play, you know, uh, or that can allow slow play or uh, your opponent's, you know, probably having like 12 or 24 effects that they can go, that they can turn on and off. Uh, you know, they can they can use in a single turn, and every turn they're, they're activating multiple effects. Because imagine if you're like activate leader effect, attack with a leader, activate the leader's draw ability, right? Combo, right? That, that's three steps right there. That's three actions. That takes time, right? That could take like three 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 plus seconds each, right? Per, per thing so you gotta think of like every action every time you activate an effect and then resolving the effect 
how much time that takes. So like, that's why it's like, I made videos about it before for Masterclass about time burning, which is literally using effects to have you search. And then activate another effect that have you search. Then activate another effect that has you search. And if you keep doing it, you're literally burning out time because of how much time it takes for you to resolve all these effects. And the more effects of these you have every turn, the better, right? And if you can, and if they're uh, active mains, right? So you can use them every turn, then you'll just use them every turn. So every turn, you'll be like leader effect, swing, leader effect, unison effect, swing, unison effect, right? As an example, battle card effect, swing, battle card effect, right? If you're using cards that have multiple effects that you can keep activating every turn, you're doing a lot of things, right? Your charge phase takes time. Uh, Tapping your energy to play something takes time. Attacking takes time. Comboing takes time. Counter comboing. Waiting for your opponent to choose to block or negate or out combo takes time. So many things to take time to do. And that's why the turns not having a time limit creates the problem where it's like somebody could literally take 15 minutes on their turn. And unless somebody's keeping track of the time and be like, yo, okay, you're taking way too long. Like you took seven minutes last turn and right now you're taking eight minutes this turn that's ridiculous how many how much time you're taking for your turns right but since there's nothing preventing people from taking as long as they can not want can right because if they wanted to take time then that'd be slow playing and of course that'd be against the rules but if they can take a lot of time because they have so many effects to resolve doesn't go against the the rules of the game when you can when you have a lot of effects to use you can use it there's no rules that says you're only allowed two or three effects per turn right like there's no limiting of what you can do a turn except your cards your cards limit you right if you don't have a lot of effects then you're not going to resolve a lot of effects but if you do have a lot of effects then you can resolve a lot of effects and that creates a problem because now you can literally burn a lot of time just activating a lot of effects imagine if your whole deck literally consisted of cards. I had that idea I was gonna like make a deck where literally the whole premise of the deck is just to, is everything is search. The leader searches, unison searches, battle card searches, play extra deck that, uh, not extra, extra cards to searches, Z battle cards to searches, right? Like, you know, it'd be ridiculous, right? Like playing a whole bunch of stuff to search, 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 right? That way you literally can waste time every turn doing a whole bunch of searching which would be ridiculous right to literally do that much searching i still i still gotta create that deck just because just to prove a point just to prove how ridiculous it is if you literally had a deck that burns so much time and then of course play on somebody on on tap and whatnot and, and show like how much time can literally be burnt with this i mean i've done the time burning thing where i was just playing against some people where i you know took my time uh, well, not took my time, but I played certain cards that had certain effects, and I resolved them one after another after another, you know, and I wasn't in a hurry to resolve them all, you know what I'm saying? You know, I look at the top five cards in my deck and figure out which one I'm going to keep, grab one, put the rest back, shuffle a couple times, one or two times. That's the thing, shuffling. Like, if you shuffle your deck like three, four, five, six times... There's no rules against how many times you can shuffle your deck, per se. I mean, there is a limit. I mean, logically, like, some people are going to be like, okay, you're shuffling, like, ten times. That's ridiculous. You're stalling, right? That'd be too obvious. 
but if you shuffle like two to three times and ha and then have your opponent cut so that's an another action that is burning more time right so that so technically you technically you shuffle the deck four times if you if you think about it at the time so that's four actions wasting time if those four actions let's say took up six six seconds that's 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 important that's an important thing i mean if it took a minute just one minute matters right if you if you take one minute that's a big deal i've had scenarios where I, i've taken five minutes for just one turn my opponent took like six minutes for their turn you know and again it's like deciding what you're going to combo and then comboing and then comboing activating effects especially if you play super combos right where you draw a card or you have to put uh you know look at the top card of your deck or if you're playing super combo that, that says look in your deck and send a card to your drop like the dr Jarrell super combo you can take advantage of that right go through your deck and you know look for what you're going to send to the drop and then send it right and if it takes a minute or two for you to do that then it took a minute or two for you to find a card to send to the drop that can't happen right so that's the thing is a lot of these types of cards that have you search you know can take some uh, some time that's why using stuff like the like i said any any time you you add a whole bunch of search effects draw effects that's the thing about draw effects draw effects are nice uh, but the thing about draw effects is that they're a little bit faster search effects as your draw engine so if you can replace a lot of your draw cards with search effects instead so that way you can still plus right you know still adding cards here and keep your hand size thick but add the extra step of having to search out the cards to add to your hand you know instead of playing leader where you draw you play a leader where you search instead that way it takes longer for you to add a card to your hand than to than from drawing so that way it burns time you get what i'm saying like it is unfortunate that we have you know competitively this this you know this time thing you know especially when the turns don't have time limits and since the turns don't have time limit you can't make sure that everybody has it a, a, a adequate amount of time to play the game that's equal it's very unequal because if my opponent has a lot of draw effects their turns tend to be faster than my turn will be because my turn I'm doing a whole bunch of searching so all my effects are slower because all my effects take longer to resolve so that gives me the unfair advantage inherently don't get me wrong it's inherently an unfair advantage because i'm taking so long just to search to add a card to my my opponent just had to draw the top card and that's it it didn't take that long so that's why like these time duels you know understand we gotta have you know we have to you know competitively we have to have a certain amount of time limit to play our matches but it's but it's it creates an unfair situation where if one player has a lot of search effects while his opponent doesn't that gives that player more time which means more turns because every time it's their turn the turn takes longer by the time it gets to the opponent's turn the opponent has less time you know especially if you're if you're the player that searches a lot and you go first right that means by the time the game the game ends it will end on your opponent's turn right 
before they even get to do anything. It gets to the turn, time runs out, boom, you win in time if you have if you have more life than your opponent. Which wouldn't be too difficult for you to have more time, especially if you spend more you know, spend a lot of your time dealing with damage. That's the thing, since you spent you spent more time, you had more turns, and you you know, you got to attack a lot, especially a lot of double strike, um, it benefits you. Granted, they took away Chompin' Easter King Kai from us, so it makes it a little harder to, to add Double Strike into decks that might not have a lot of Double Strike. Um, but, you know, it, it still can be incorporated. There, there's some, some overwhelmed cards, and there's some stuff in the game that you can you can play, you can take into the deck to give you Double Strike. Um, I mean, did Jerry Unison, he gets Double Strike. You could play him in red. Uh, i trying to think of something else. Has double strike. I mean, there's some leaders that have, have the ability to gain double strike, so you can take advantage of that. Um, what's what's uh, what's what you call it? There's like a couple decks that that inherently in their archetype has enough a card that gives them double strike. Um, what was it? Uh, Androids have the Doctor Jerome uh, card that you combo and gives you double strike to your androids. There's uh, some leaders, like I said, have double strike. There's the, I think it's the Turles deck, the, the Tree of Might. No, the Tree of Might. Uh, it's the I think it's the fruit from the Tree of Might. Gives you double strike. Um, the that the King Cold deck with the field cards. One of the field cards gives you 10k in double strike. So, so technically we still have Chompin' and Supreme kind in the game. It's just. Most of them are in green or yellow, uh, so there's some effects that still gives they can still you can still give something double strike, so it still it still exists, just not as generic as Champanese or Pinkauer, obviously. Uh, but you like I said, you could just put some overwhelmed cards that have double strike or battle cards that have double strike or unison that have double strike or anything that can attack more than once, so you can increase your chances of potentially doing two damage a turn. And that's another thing. Playing stuff that do attack, like leaders that can attack twice, battle cards, unisons that can attack twice. We could uh, take longer, right? Because that's an extra attack, that's an extra step. So you attack with the leader, right? Then you gotta combo or not combo, then your opponent has to combo or not combo, right? Then you restand and attack again. Now you gotta do that process all over again. So those type of stuff. This video is not all about time burning, <laughs> obviously. I just wanted to point that out that that's a thing that we tend to do or we can do because of the time stuff I mean in casual play there's no time limit you, you play the game until the game is over um, competitive play you play until time runs out so that's why I'm talking about time burning and using effects and playing uh, decks and strategies that deliberately uh, give you the time advantage of being able to spend more time on your turn because you have so much to do that wastes so much time that inherently you'll have you'll 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 spend more time playing the game than your opponent. Your opponent will spend more time waiting for you to finish your turn so they can try to play their turn. And sometimes they'll want to play the turns faster because they they know your turn's going to take a while, so they want to play their turns fast, and then your your turn, and then hopefully your turn you know doesn't take too long. That way they can get their get back to their turn and then they can make their plays. Because remember their 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 goal is to try to just try to win out the game. 
um, your advantage of being able to take forever for your turn to end because of all your search effects and your attacks and all your other abilities will inherently make it hard for them to um, will inherently give you the advantage so you'll win more in time because of that than you would for actually playing you know beating your opponent through attacks and stuff like that so you you play so you play your effects you go on the offense keep your defense up and just keep doing it every turn effects attack defense effect attack defense and that alone will give you the advantage um, right now I'm looking at my Bernhan deck so that's a set seven Gohan leader um, updating the deck because we got a we got a nice little Gohan blocker um, which is really nice to have to add it to the deck so there's a Gohan unison for the deck which is nice and of course we got baby juvenile parasite which is good for the deck as a draw engine as well as a way of removing any threats um, plus it has the ability to power up the leader a little bit so it adds a little extra defense so it does definitely has good synergy with the leader then there's the gohanks um ultimate unison right into dimensional warrior unison which nice board wipe as well as a very powerful card i've played it a couple times and it has put in a lot of work it's a really strong card definitely was worth the purchase ironically i accidentally ordered it because i ordered some other stuff and then somehow in tcu player that was already in my cart and i didn't notice it and when i purchased i ended up i'm like damn how did my total get to this amount and i realized that oh it's because this card was in the carts and i ended up ordering it along with my other order which not that big a deal i was able i could afford it i just was uh, waiting to buy it later not that moment but better late uh, sooner than later right so as long as i have it i have it that's all that matters and definitely putting it to good use in my gohan deck so that's pretty nice to have and um i mean i'm gonna do the death and taxes thing because it works pretty well especially for a, an attack base um deck using the death attacks strategy obviously the death part is board wipe uh capabilities and the taxes part is burn effects if my opponent decides to uh, play counter skills um like the typical counter attack right they play uh, oceanus or topo or something like that and then they'll get burned for one damage or if they play a testing opposition they'll get burned for one damage especially if they played it for free by taking a life that's two life they lose just for trying to negate my attacks so gotta love that and it's nice when you have two copies of the same card on the field they can burn your opponent for one damage if they play a negate and they're already low at one they're already low at life like two or one life because this leader of course can easily get your opponent down to four life um just uh you know easily through its effect as well as uh through attacking so getting your opponent down to four life is not that hard getting down to two not that difficult of course and then just setting them up so if they try to negate your attacks they'll just end up killing themselves which greatly increases your chances of your attacks getting through then of course the leader on the waking side you could has the sparking seven ability where you can um no no park sparking five my bad sparking five ability where you could pit uh 
where you can um, pitch three cards from your hand and give all your red and green battle cards a 10k power. So essentially super combo through, um, all your battle cards is really nice. So if you have a lot of battle cards in play, um, you can take full advantage of that and your opponent out. So if you have anything with at least 2,000 power, you can easily turn them into 3,000, which will make it really hard for your opponent to out-combo because they'll need a minimum of 2,000 combo power per each attack. So they'll need two super combos per attack, essentially, which might be very difficult. So there's that. Um, what else? What's on about the Gogeta deck, how it has burning abilities in it for the time burning stuff. Of course, I got some Unisense with Blocker. I got the baby uh, Juvenile Parasite in there to help me control the board as well as be a draw engine. I got the Fin to help me reduce my opponent's uh, board down to one by warping their board except just one battle card. Then I use Baby Parasite to take away that battle card. So that way they have no battle cards. And then use Vegito Unison of Might in order to burn them for um, burn them for one damage. So of course you want to set up the baby juvenile as early as possible. Um, re re realistically, it'll be a turn um, turn six play. And then turn seven is when you want to do the fin baby combo along with Vegito. So Vegito and Finn is your turn seven play while baby will be your turn three play. I mean turn six play because that's when you have uh, three red uh, energy for this. Obviously you're charging three black energy for uh, awakening your leader so you can attack and draw, attack and draw, obviously. So the idea is we are going to awaken the leader and we're going to do a lot of nice little controlling shenanigans. We also have the one drop uh, Z battle Majambu Pure Destroyer. He will also add to the ability of controlling your opponent's board. So the likelihood of your opponent having zero battle cards for Vegito to do its thang thang is highly possible. Plus there's the added ability of its minus two ability to make it hard for your opponent to uh, swarm the field with a whole bunch of battle cards. Um, you know, to prevent all realm and stuff like that. So this would definitely, you know, come in handy in that regard. So he acts as a floodgate, but he also acts as a wind con through his burn effect. Or at least, like I said, burn your opponents so you have they have less life than you, and you can win in time. So keep your defenses up, burn your opponent, attack your opponent, and make sure your life is higher than theirs, and you can win in time alone. Um, or win by just burning them for game, right? So, options. Uh, working on my other decks, uh, my Shenron deck. Definitely got some strategy, some ideas there. Where you pay six to bring back a whole bunch of Shadow Dragons. There are 30k. Ideally, with Triple Strike. Um, try get try get four or more uh, 30k with Triple Strike uh, battle cards into play, but also be able to untap your uh, at least two to four. You just need two, but if you can untap four energy, even better. Right, more energy the better especially if you want to drop 
double uh, Shenron, uh, double Oceanus on your opponent <laughs> on the following turn, right? Or do some fine Nimbus, Oceanus type type play to just make it even harder for your opponent to hit you on the clapback if they manage to survive a turn six uh, kill. Um, of course, you can Oceanus into turn six or turn five, you Oceanus, so that way you can get to turn six and then try to go off on turn six. But if you don't win on turn six, because your opponent is prepared, then you can untap your energy and then try on turn seven, right? So the idea is just to make sure you can last beyond uh, turn six. Because typically, most people will be prepared for turn six. So you want to unprepare, unprepare them for turn six, as it were. And there's a unison, a Gogeta unison, that can make it where they can't untap more than two energies. So that right there can help you. Uh, reduce their ability to defend themselves so that's an option if you if, if you if you set it up right you can pay six bring back the all the 30k triple strikes right on you shenron figure majesties hopefully you still have seven or more cards in your drop obviously untap for energy and then you know swing and as soon as they try to play like uh, Oceanus or something or some floodgate negate, you can counter it with uh, the cooler, uh, you know, retaliation cooler, and then boom, continue and go for game. So all you need is one of those uh, triple attackers to get through and you'll win, right? Um, so that's a so that's a strategy I'm trying to fine tune. And I'll definitely need to go on untap and practice it. Um, and then of course make videos about it and post it and stuff. So y'all can use the idea. What else I'm working on? Uh, Zamasu. Especially since Godzilla and Trunks is banned. Definitely makes it easy to play certain strategies. And there's some new uh, cards that can help ramp. So I'm going back to the ramp Zamasu set to the monster strategy where um i can burn my opponent for four or up to four with um gogeta frenzy burst by having 15 energy uh might mess around with uh Beerus deck uh, people are, are playing that right now because um, there are some good ramp cards to help ramp you to 16 energy so, and then with God Sealing, you know, again, being banned, um, you don't have to worry about somebody God Sealing your uh, six drop uh, Vegeta, so it'd be easy to ramp, which is why, like I said, I'm going back to that strategy, because it's like, oh, okay, God Sealing is gone, so now I can use that strategy again, ramp. Um, so there's that. Um, got some stuff for Bulma. Anything new? Uh, pretty much same old, same old. Uh, I think I'm going to try to, yeah, I'm going to try and incorporate the Vegito Unison into Bulma and use that as a burn strategy. But uh, of course, I have the Fireball strategy with the uh, Piccolo Giant Force. So I could burn my point that way or with Vegito. So I have those as options. Um, couple, couple stuff. There's some new toys out there, uh, some new ultimates to mess around with. 
so we'll see but so far just fine-tuning some old decks and making them a lot more uh, streamlined and synergistic so I can get their combos off better which is always good man you gotta get your win con to win right <laughs> so you gotta make sure you have the synergy and then of course play testing so you can get used to the strategy and the lines of play because you always have to learn the, the the main strategy the you know the main lines of play you know dual by dual by dual by numbers right turn one you play this turn two you play that you know the usual but then through actual uh, play testing you'll learn uh that if you're in a certain situation you have to change up your strategy a little bit you can't you you, pra you you practice your you build your deck based off of solo play like as if you're playing by yourself right turn one turn two blah 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 but when you actually play against somebody they're going to try to interrupt your plays so you got to know how to inter um, deal with that and how to change up and how to switch up your lines of play based off of your opponent um, but you have to have a game plan you have to have a preset strategy that will get you to win the game and then your opponent of course will try to stop you and then you have to stop try to stop them from trying to stop you so that we can win through your win con right through your through your strategy so you gotta get really good at memorizing your turn one turn two turn three turn four plays right and that also includes your your, your turn one turn two turn three defensive plays right it's not enough to just play your cards you also have to take account how you're going to defend are you going to take damage are you going to out combo the attack and so forth and so forth you know those things matter so that's the kind of stuff i play out uh, like my hatchet deck for example i will be comboing turn one most of my decks i tend to combo turn one um now back in the day i, I would just take the damage but now i'll 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 combo turn one because uh, turn one turn two are the uh, the most the easiest time for damage to be dealt turn three and above gets harder to deal damage especially because of floodgate negates like topo and oceanus and stuff like that um and it's easy for you to establish you know a unison that can block and all that other good stuff so after turn two it gets hard to deal damage so that's why you don't want to take damage turn one turn two so you block turn one turn two but make sure you deal your point of damage turn one turn two because after turn two um, turn three and above it's going to be hard for you to deal damage it's going to be harder for your opponent to deal damage so keep that in mind and then go from there uh what else that's on my mind and yeah, just playing some card games i'm playing marvel snap so that's another game i play um oh yeah i'm looking forward to the dragon ball super client so that I can play the game on, on my phone. So that, that'd be nice. So it'd be more convenient to be able to play the game um, uh, on demand as it were. Granted, I have the Untap app, so I can play on Untap. <laughs> but it's not the same as if I was, if it was a client. Because um, I'm not perfect. Even though I, I can play a card wrong. Um, so having a client will be a good way to learn how to play cards right check out the synergy of certain um, cards see what works what doesn't work you know I've had some scenarios where I was on untap 
playing a certain you know combo and realize oh wait this doesn't work <laughs> you know like that's awkward like oh shit this does not work the way I thought it did you know like I did something uh, once with uh, the uh, Videl Dual Dual Videl whatever her name is Miraculous Dual Videl and um that she's right here uh, nope that's the wrong deck oh no so I don't have it here well anyway um and I grabbed I used it to grab the Videl one drop um but I yeah that's the one that's dual the other one's Miraculous 8 alright so I used Miraculous 8 to get Videl dual dual Videl whatever and I can't because I can only get three cards or less Saiyan not Earthling and she's an Earthling not a Saiyan so that was a misplay um but at least now I know no one's have to battle but it was the fact that I did make that play and it's like oh damn that was wrong that was a wrong play that was that was cheating right that was a wrong play I'm not allowed to do that so that's something I would have learned faster or sooner what you know if I was uh, playing with uh, like a client or something I would have realized that that's not a, le a legal play that's the thing about playtesting I mean granted in general playtesting reading your cards all that stuff is important uh, because it makes you a better player when you realize what does and doesn't work that's the important part it's not enough to just have good cards and a, a nice finely tuned deck right um, when you play test it's not for the deck it's for you I always hate it when somebody be like oh I'm play testing you know uh, Vegex or I'm play testing uh, Dark Broly or some some nonsense like that I'm like you're not play testing those decks those decks are already built with a strategy already pre pre-built uh, a turn one turn two turn three plays like you're not play testing it you're playing the deck but you're not play testing it right and the thing is, is like you're not playing testing the deck. When you play quote unquote play test, right? You're play you are play testing. It's the play test is for you, not for the deck, it's for you. It's for you to get good at the game, for you to decide uh, what's the best uh, pattern of, of 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 comboing. Should you combo offense? Should you combo defense? Like like now comboing offensive is okay because we have uh, Z energy. Uh, Z battle cards, right? So, I'm not against the idea of comboing offensively because you can um, use it to help you play something, especially if you're playing a blocker. Um, so, attacking, comboing, so that we can make something strong when you're attacking. So, you force your opponent to have to either take the damage or out combo, but then play something from your Z deck. To defend yourself with like one of those one energy one z energy uh, blockers that we have in the game that way comboing offensively it's not a bad idea right that way in case you you do need to combo offensively um but typically comboing defensively is i still prefer but like once or twice when i was doing test hands i did have to combo offensively to set set up Z energy for for a certain play, so you get rewarded for comboing offensively.
but I prefer to combo defensively. Um, let's see. I think that's all I got to say for now. That's the end of the podcast.